This, 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 this is mythical. Welcome to the Roundtable of Dim Lighting. I'm Micah. I'm Colin. And uh, today we're going to see if we can remain positive about some uh, traditionally frustrating or negative things. Yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of negativity in the world, and most of it comes uh, directly from Micah from and, you I. and I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we thought it'd be a fun exercise if we could just talk for a whole hour about things that we know bothers the other person, but just doing our best to, uh, you know, stay positive. Stay positive about it. Yeah. Do you consider yourself to be an overly negative person? Micah? Absolutely, yes. I've worked yeah. on it for the last ten years. <laughs> I've made a little bit of progress, but not yeah. that much. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'm super negative. Uh, <laughs> a lot of times, people, <laughs> I'll like, <laughs> I'll be an accidental Debbie Downer by, um, by someone will be like, I, I had a, I had a ham sandwich, and I'm like, ugh, ham's gross. And that's that's how I react to that. And then I go, I'm sorry, that was really rude. Yeah, because just let someone enjoy their, their ham, ham sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, yeah exactly. it has nothing to do with you and your, yeah, <laughs> I get it. So I don't know why I, I'm such a, a pessimistic person. I mean, it's so easy to just default to it, right? It is, yeah. It's just the easiest thing in the world to look at everything glass half empty and be annoyed all the time and just like yeah pointing out everybody's flaws and stuff you know and what, you know what i think it is what's that uh for me at least it's like you i assume that everyone's gonna be on board and be like yeah <laughs> that thing does suck and then we're gonna have a moment and we're gonna get to like vent about it yeah and like it's us against the world right like you're gonna be the one that rallies everyone to yeah. uh <laughs> ham sucks right guys <laughs> we don't want anyone's everyone's like yeah i hate him yeah, but really, they're like, you just ruined the thing I like. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, so when I was in high school, yeah, uh, I saw this book cover. Yeah, and the name of the book was uh, "Power of Positive Thinking," oh. and I didn't read the book. I figured I Why pretty much you? had it. Like, okay, yeah, think positively. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's essentially what we decided we wanted to do here. We want to talk about things purposely that we know gets under our skin and you know just really uh gets us thinking negatively and then just uh we have to talk about it positively we have to we have to see the sunny side of the road for yeah. one hour and i can sunny already see up. you sweaty yeah oh, <laughs> i'm terrified of this whole experience i um i, I do think we don't have any like formal punishments Mm-mm. which would <laughs> I mean, we can berate each other, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I think we just have to keep each other on task. You if know you what? start going negative, I'm going to have to be like, eh. Well, you know what, Micah? Actually, yeah. let's let's incorporate a little positivity into it. Why not? Why do punishments at all? How about you and positive I- Positive reinforcement? You and I reinforce each other's positive behavior for the wow. next 40 minutes. That is an excellent idea, Colin. And let's just uh, let's just be happy and enjoy uh, enjoy the situation together. That sounds- Amazing, and I, I love your shirt, by the way. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I got it from wardrobe because I realized we were wearing the exact same shirt yeah. when we came and sat down in here. Good mythical morning. <laughs> if you haven't heard of it, check it out. Yeah, it's pretty popular. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna have to try and um, uh, be positive about things that uh, I've prepared. Two things that I think you will have a will hate mm-hmm. and will have a hard time staying positive about. Yeah, and. Uh, You've prepared some things for me as well, yeah. Yeah, and you know what, Micah? I just want to say I'm uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity to to discuss these things in a positive way right now. This, you've made it a competition now. <laughs> no, I haven't. I this just... is gonna this is gonna get extremely positive. Thank you, Colin, for allowing me to be graced by your presence 
here today at the uh, round table of dim lighting. You know what, Micah? I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. And um, you're just super good at making people feel good. Colin, you're really good at thanking people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was such a nice thank you. And yeah. you've, made, you've made me feel just so welcomed and appreciated. And you know what? I'm just, I'm having the best day I've ever had. That's awesome. I'm so, so happy to hear it. So we've agreed on a topic yes, that is- There's is a parameter that we uh, put our ourselves into. Yes, and we put ourselves into a lot of parameters today. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I think it's the perfect topic to stay positive on because everybody has a thousand gripes on this topic. There's it's, there's so many things to get frustrated about. It's almost cliched. It um, is. It's, it's but exactly it's, cliched. <laughs> it's, but cliches don't come from anywhere, or don't come from nowhere. Yeah. You know, so that's my positive take on on the cliche is it's yeah. universal. It's universal, and that is why we chose it. And that topic is transportation, transportation. the most fun topic in the world. Yes. <laughs> um, Don't you just love like going to a new place, though? I do. I mean, transportation enables us to explore. Yeah. And I actually, I do really love uh, traveling. It's been a long time since I've been out of the country because mm-hmm. I kind of burnt out, burnt out on it. Yeah. Um, uh, for a while, but uh, it is a great thing to do. I really do yeah, love it. Yeah, I agree. I spent um, I spent the better part of three years uh, working on the road and seeing mm-hmm. almost all of the country and a few spots in Mexico and Canada, and uh, it was an amazing opportunity. And I wouldn't like take that time back for anything in the world. You know? Yeah. It's really uh, yeah. Traveling is really important. For the soul, as it they is. say, it is absolutely important for the soul, and it's important to get to appointments in uh, the South Bay or something, you know, or yeah, Culver City, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and it takes about the same time to get there as it does to go to New Orleans <laughs> or wherever you went. You went to New but Orleans, right? Uh, no, I've never been to New Orleans. Great, that's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so do you want to? Who should start? You want to? You want to try and? You want to try and make me? Negative? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I, I think uh, I want to give you the opportunity to uh, see an annoyance in a new light. Okay. So what I want to talk to you about right now um, is something. Just knowing your personality. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I know. Can't wait. Here's the thing. This is something you guys may not know about Micah, uh, if it isn't apparent. But Micah loves rules. Oh and yes. Order and things to be in their place and done a certain way. Here's the thing. I do love rules and order. It's only because I do not understand humans. <laughs> and I need them to <laughs> to abide by the same set of rules that I abide by in order to function in society. So, uh <laughs> okay. So that's why it's 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 rarely is it like this is the best way to do it, but like I I do I do need people to like. I need. I need a system in order to understand what anyone's doing. Or okay, thinking. you just can't relate to people on like a human level. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Well, then I think this one is going to be good because it does involve humans and, uh, in a very. I don't. I don't want to say intimate, but it's like person on oh person. God. No, no, no but uh, um, traveling in an intimate way. Micah, I want to know your opinion of people who stand on escalators. Oh God! Oh no! Uh, like let's say, let's say, especially I love like I love them. You do? Oh yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> it's gotta stay positive. Especially what? 
well, let's say they have like a big roller bag or something. So there is no there is no opportunity for passing. Okay. Well, a roller bag that you've you've now given them an excuse to be standing there. Really? Yeah. A roller bag on an escalator. Pick it up by the handle. Oh, that's true. Well, anyway, this is this is your time. This is your time. Well, it depends. Are they? You know, maybe they're not. Maybe they're elderly and okay, or have two broken arms or something. Sure. Well, that's nice. I mean, so you're allowing. Context into the situation. Sure, that's there's a, that's understandable. There's always room for context. Great, that's my motto. <laughs> um, gosh, okay, standing on escalators, positive, be positive. Um, you know, sometimes you just, you just need to take a load off. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, it can get really exhausting. Um, is being on the train or whatever, standing there on the train, sitting on the train, mm-hmm. and then you have to get onto an escalator. It's like you don't want to move those legs around. You want to. <laughs> you need to just. You need to take take a break you know yes that's some me time that's thinking time it's like shower time yeah because i do my best thinking in the shower okay so maybe everyone else in the world does their best thinking on the escalator well i mean i like to do my thinking on a nice long walk which is sort of the opposite of standing on an escalator Mm -hmm. because that is a short mobile stand but (laughs) yes uh yeah i mean walking is great i really love walking Mm -hmm. and if i don't do enough walking in in any given day i feel terrible mm-hmm. uh and and like sore and exhausted so i need to like get my blood moving but uh oh gosh why do <laughs> why do people do this <laughs> <laughs> why it, would no. anyone Mike why it. would anyone do this Focus. Uh, okay stay positive so not only is it great to stand on an escalator um when there are hundreds of people <laughs> behind you <laughs> but you really want to what you really want to do is uh, buddy up you know you want to grab a partner and stand side by side. Oh, that's nice. Really, just because, uh, because that way you can really connect with your with your friend or Ooh. with your lover and mm-hmm. um, or children, whatever, whatever it is. You know what? Go go parent two children, three in a row. Just mm-hmm. take up the whole three wide, three wide on yeah, an escalator. Three little ducklings. Yeah, um, that's true because that's bonding time. You know, <laughs> people are always in such a, a go go hurry them up kind of state in yes. the world. Um, so you know, it's important just to sort of take like a, a moment. That uh, is true. It can't, you know, it can be seen genuinely. Mm-hmm. It can be seen. My uh, frustration with elevator standards. Uh, it can be seen as like a oh, you're such a busy metropolitan uh, American rushing around, yeah. taking no time to just smell the roses, etc. Yeah, yeah. I actually do understand that, but. Uh, but uh, I can't have a butt because I have to stay positive about it. I do understand that that point of view, genuinely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, do you like sort of, because I understand I'm very much the same way. You and I are similar personality and yeah. upbringing and stuff like that. So like yeah. it is when it's time Both to from the move, northern suburbs of Chicago. That's right. And when it's time to move, you move. Yes. In <laughs> McHenry County, let me tell you that much. Um, <laughs> But I mean, do do you like like having sort of even if it's forced on you? Do you like sort of having a moment where you have to like take a breath and just accept no what's around? No, okay. if it's forced on me, I will be nothing but stress. Okay, uh, it will not be a relaxing moment. Uh, if I'm if I'm stuck in a in a situation, <laughs> I hate feeling stuck in any in any in any capacity. Well, can you rephrase that without the I word love hate? Feeling in it? unstuck. There you go. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I, gosh, positive about escalator standards. I guess, I guess it's, um, it, ah, 
that I've said all I can say about it. It's it's really yeah. I what think, if I were to give you okay? <laughs> so this is you really tricked me in this first one. I this is hard. If I were to give you thirty seconds right now to be negative about it. Uh, you think you could fill that 30 seconds? Uh-huh. All right, well, I'm not going to do that because that is not the premise Dang. of the show. <laughs> uh, that's that's fair enough. That's probably a yeah. good call. Um, well, you know what? Maybe at the end we could blow off a little steam. Ooh, there should be a section at the end. like You know what? And I, steam. Yeah, that's a good call because uh, it's a good call that I came up with. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I repeated it back to you, so it's kind of my true. idea now. That's true. It's affirmation. It is affirmation. Thank you for that. It was um, a, great, a great idea. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's important, you know. There should be stress relieves and and stuff like that. That's true. You, you yeah. have to you have to get it out. No one can be positive all the time. Right, and we can be positive none of Almost the time. Almost none of the time. <laughs> 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 I just think uh, I think I think that the ideal system. It, it just it it seems odd to me that that it hasn't this hasn't migrated to America because I've I've seen it other places where it's right. a, it's a stand on the right, walk on the left kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Everyone can do whatever they want because ultimately. I truly don't care what other people do. Yeah. It's just when it affects what I'm trying to do where I start to get negative about it, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that now. Yeah. Because they can they can they can they could lay down on the escalator and I and I would I would love it. If just if there's nap, room if nap. there's room to pass on the left you're saying. No. Oh, I'm trying to be positive. Well, don't you could be positive but don't lie. I want to know your true feelings. Oh, okay. Well, my true feelings are stand to the right. <laughs> well, there you go. But oh, okay, how about this? Maybe next time you see it, uh here's a positive way to look at it. You can take that as an opportunity to educate your fellow uh travelers as to escalator etiquette. Don't think I haven't thought about doing that. <laughs> um, I would love to go around the world and just do that as my job. <laughs> but I think uh, everyone would hate me, and uh, I would have no friends. <laughs> well, yes, but that's like a sacrifice, an honorable sacrifice to make uh, if one day we could live in a world where escalators are, are treated properly. That's true, yeah. Um, well, oh, here's another positive, uh-huh. genuine positive about escalator standards, is that if there is a staircase, yes, I always 100% take it now. Sure. But when there's not a staircase, it can be it can be frustrating, but... Oh, that's great though. That's having you, uh, you get a little more cardio. Yeah. yeah, I would rather. This is the same. Actually, uh, are we are we going to discuss traffic at all, or can I blow this right now? I don't think we are. Uh, uh, this is the same with traffic. I would rather uh, take a long route uh, through neighborhoods that will take mm. me five minutes longer, but I'm never stopped at yes. a dead stop, than take the freeway five minutes quicker, but I'm stuck in traffic the entire time. Yes. Um, and it's uh, the same for escalators. Yeah, I, I hear you. I mean. It's a thing like sometimes when I don't know how to get out of a neighborhood necessarily, like wh- which direction I have to go, but I'm mm-hmm. in an area that I'm vaguely familiar with. I know if I get to this neighborhood, I'll be able to navigate myself home. So I'll do like Google for the first part of it, and I'll see that uh, Google Maps wants me to get onto the highway. Um, and then you're like, no. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so then, but that's great because I can Explore spend some time exploring a new, getting lost in, um, you know, Encino. Yeah. <laughs> a wonderful place to get lost. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think it says that on their sign entering, <laughs> entering town. Encino, a wonderful, wonderful place, place to get, get lost. Encino, we're assuming you, you weren't trying to get here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to them, people of Encino. <laughs> All right, your work in the caveman defrosting. Oh defrosting yeah, defrosting field. industry. Yeah. yeah, it's big over there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it so was at one time. I don't know if it's 1994. At, yeah, for one glorious summer. <laughs> All right, I have a I have one for you. Okay. Um, let's see if you can stay positive about this. I, f- mm. I have a feeling that you're uh, gonna hate this. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh, again, I think that I think that we probably have pretty similar thoughts about all of these. So, yeah. So it's easy to come up with ones for you because I'm just like, what do I, what do I hate? Colin, <laughs> I don't hate that. Um, all right. We live in a packed metropolis. It is, and what a cultural hub it is. It is a cultural oh, hub, an opportunity every day. Sorry, but it go is on. Filled with people, mm-hmm. and all of those people have their own car. Yes. And therefore, there are. 20 billion cars <laughs> in this freaking city um, and it, it can be it can be a lot so and all those cars need to go somewhere they need to be stored somewhere constant motion oh no they need to store don't be stored you're not because the, the other weird thing about LA is that very little very few driveways and garages especially for people of our ilk who uh, can't afford their own houses you know I'm like already yeah so I'm already the, getting like really upset, Micah. Uh, I'd say about fifty to ninety percent of every Los Angelinos day is spent looking for parking, <laughs> street parking. Um, but there are some people who uh, apparently haven't haven't taken the time to notice their surroundings while parking. Mm-hmm. There are there's a, a a rampant issue of parallel parkers leaving too much space between cars so that they take up. <sighs> maybe a two person a two car spot with one car they're positioned weirdly or they position themselves a little too far from the the driveway so that there's like a half car's length in front of them and behind them where a car could have fit if they had just repositioned um so what do you think of that i think there's literally no way i'm going to be positive <laughs> about this dude you have that to. that cuts me to the core of my being that is the thing i've I have fantasies, which you know what? I like fantasies and I like superheroes, but I have fantasies almost every, almost every night because it takes me about 20 minutes to park uh, when I get home from work because of uh, that issue specifically. Oh, you do live in a particularly bad area for that. Yes. And uh, two blocks over, there was a street that was formerly not permit parking only mm. and about three months ago it became permit parking and now the whole ecosystem is thrown into shambles oh wow because everyone who used to park on that street is now parking on my street and well if i may colin yes here's a positive spin on this okay buy a permit um yeah i know you got to get downtown and do yeah I've, 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 <laughs> then you got to find parking there and it's a whole thing no, no, no. I, I, I should do that. Because then you have, then I have all of that block. That, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a good that's a good problem solve right there. Yeah, and I, I think one they're day they're not even expensive. They're very cheap actually. It's just going to city hall. <laughs> yeah. That's ex- that's taxing on your soul. <laughs> it is. That's like a, a year's worth of salary right yeah. there. <laughs> I would give up one year's worth of salary to not go to city hall ever again. <laughs> um, you can't do it by mail. No, you can't do that by mail. Uh, but I just got my driver's license renewed by mail. Yeah. That, that was kind of cool. I opened the thing and it said, this is actually really positive. I'll get to your topic in a second. That's fine. Uh, I opened the letter from the DMV, which normally you see a letter That's from the DMV. News. You're like, oh, great, here we go. 
<laughs> but I opened it and in big bold letters at the top it said, "Congratulations, you're, you're eligible an- for uh, renewing your license by mail." Oh, and I like that. The, it's an eligibility issue. I guess I don't know. What um, makes you ineligible? I did not look that gift horse in the it, mouth. You don't have a mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> what could it possibly be? You have to be like an upstanding citizen. I think it's probably if you have like points against your license or something like that, or you may need to take a new test or something oh, like that. That's some really like paternalistic uh, uh, behavior there from the government. It's like, oh, you you're a bad boy, so you can't do this by mail. There's no yeah. actual functional reason why you wouldn't be able to. Uh, well, if you need to retake the exam. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you have like points on your license and you need to retake the exam, you said that then before, you but to, I just I you just, just ignored it. it. But that's okay because <laughs> I like hearing myself talk, and I got to say the thing I said twice. <laughs> so you're welcome. Thank you, Micah. That's really kind of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so all of that aside, a permit would be a wonderful thing to have um, in my neighborhood. Yeah, but I drive by. And I look at each and every one of those cars for blocks around, and I see I I it's a compulsion. I go three feet in front. Mm-hmm. I'm like foot and a half behind. You just three in your car talking front. to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like like squeezing White the wheel. Knuckle. <laughs> like there's nail imprints in my steering wheel sometimes. <laughs> um, but I I had this like fantasy that if I were Magneto from the X-Men, I would not be evil. I would just adjust people's cars for them yeah. all day long. I would fly around the city moving cars a foot and a half that all day. is the most altruistic superhero <laughs> imaginable. Oh, heck So yeah. much better than fighting baddies or aliens or whatever. It's, Those fights cause entire cities to be destroyed. It's like, yeah. you're, sure, you're, you're good. You're mm-hmm. the good guy, but you still destroyed all of New York. This you would the only evil you're fighting is uh, is misuse of space. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just That's gonna brilliant. You should write that comic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I may. <laughs> I also, when I was a kid, I also wanted to uh, be able to make quarters appear by opening and closing my fist. That would devalue the quarter. Well, no, but here's the thing. It's kind of a scam. But you know, uh, we don't need to talk about capitalism. Um, but I, I had the fantasy of walking around and just feeding parking meters. Oh, yeah. No, that's nice. It would still theoretically devalue the quarter, right? But the inside the meter, it'd take them a while to figure it out. <laughs> unless your unless your power is that you can take a quarter out of a bank vault into Ooh. your hand. Yeah, I would be into that, yeah. or just like right out of the mint. <laughs> sure, like yeah. brand new. But shiny. it has to be one that they were already making. Because if, mm. if you have the power to just manifest money, then it devalues money. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think money's it's a money construct. makes no sense. It doesn't anyway, make any it's, sense. It's stupid. It's a stupid idea. But, but we love money. <laughs> uh, we do love it. We love it. <laughs> we. I don't think we're doing a great job of being positive. Okay, so okay, you, wait, you wait, haven't wait, actually wait. been positive about uh, uh, bad parallel parking. I'm gonna think of something positive about this. Like it's gonna. There's something. I know it. But before we do that, let's just let's check in with Rhett and Link real quick. Okay. Greetings, Mythical Beasts, from the set of Buddy System Season 2. We are in my trailer, um, which is why it sounds weird and different than your normal uh, listening experience you've been having on this ear biscuit. Yes, and one of the things that we have been doing while filming Buddy System Season 2 is snacking. We have been snacking a whole, I've been snacking a lot more than I typically snack. Well, because between, I mean, we we do get a lunchtime, but, it's at weird times. Like if you start if you start at shooting at nine in the morning, our lunch isn't until three o'clock. And then in between scenes, you get hungry. I got to yeah. snack. Working man. hard, got to snack. And there's a 
there's a place where we can go and get snacks. And I've but, been making, I've been making, mm. I wanna confess, I've been making a lot of bad choices this summer. Not morally, but just with my snacks. Nutritionally. Yes, I've been eating a lot of snacks that don't give me a lot of nutrients, but give me a lot of calories, because those are the ones that you just typically naturally turn to in a moment of need and little thought when you just want a snack, when you have a snack attack. Oh yeah, and just ask my GI tract. <laughs> but Nature Box has come to our rescue with over 100 snacks. Well, we, have only, we haven't tasted all 100, but we've tasted enough to know that this is something that we are going to enjoy. Yeah, all the snacks are made from high quality, simple ingredients, which means no artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners. So we and you can feel good about what you're snacking on. I am currently enjoying the dark cocoa nom noms. That's my favorite so far, what I've tasted. I've been nom nomming on those quite a bit. My favorite is the sour cream and onion straws. You got that savory crunchiness. Mm. Yeah, that, I like those that too. That fulfills my need for where I normally go to like chips that I shouldn't be eating. You can get in on this too, it's so simple, just go to naturebox.com, choose the snacks you want, and Naturebox will deliver them right to your door. And there's no risk, if you ever try a snack you don't like, don't eat it, Naturebox will replace it for free. Okay, Mythical Beast, we have a special deal for you, three free snacks with your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash earbiscuits. You gotta make sure to go there now, naturebox.com slash earbiscuits for three free snacks with your first order. Naturebox.com slash ear biscuits. Now on with the biscuit. Now back to being more positive. <sighs> okay, yes. So I suppose the good thing about that is it allows less considerate people <laughs> easier access to leaving their parking spot <clears throat> and potentially yes. driving away from my neighborhood. Maybe quicker. never to return. Yeah, they get to drive away a little quicker. Yeah, yeah they get to drive away a little quick, a uh, little quicker. They can head back to WeHo, and I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to think about them anymore. <laughs> You're assuming that they all live in WeHo. All the bad no, parkers. No, I actually I like WeHo. I hang yeah, out WeHo's just fine. Yeah, uh, there's also a, a dearth of parking there too. Oh, what is a dearth? I think I used that that term right. It's a lack. A lack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me, it is. I'm, all I'm right, gonna great. Google it right now. Dearth. This is fascinating radio. A scarcity or lack of something. You you call you <laughs> you're you're uh, you not knowing the word made me question if I knew the word. Sure. Um, I mean I know I know few of the words in the English language. <laughs> I know not all good uh, many yeah. of the words. Mm -hmm. um, but okay, so yeah, that's that's one way to look at it. Mm -hmm. I, and I suppose I get it. Here's the thing: I am a bumper bumper. Yeah, and I can understand your perspective of not wanting me to just hit your car. Yes, because that, I want to park and be done. That is what bumpers are for. But it's like really in the title, isn't it? Yeah, they're for yeah. bumping. I think they're great for bumping. They're they're tailor made. I don't know why uh, steel bumpers went away from cars. Steel bumpers were great. Were they? Sure. Like on old trucks. And Did stuff? they not like fly out through windshields and like? Oh, pierce, that, pierce that might be skulls it. or something. That sounds like something. Yeah, Ralph Nader probably had the crusade <laughs> against. Yeah, <laughs> Ralph Nader, what a what a fun pull because the seatbelt thing. Because the seatbelt thing, yeah. yeah. He he is he was responsible for seatbelts being. Uh, he invented the seatbelt, <laughs> and this uh, he he is the co-creator of the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Al Gore, it, the original seatbelt was a was a man's belt mm -hmm. that 
was clipped onto these these sharp steel hooks that yes. were just randomly put into cars for no discernible yeah. reason. And you just like slipped your you belt into it. Wrap it into your pants. Mm-hmm. And then if you got into an accident, you would still go through the windshield, but then you would swing back. <laughs> 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 so at least you stayed with your car. That's the important part. When they get to the scene of the crime, the crime, the crash, <laughs> you're still in your car. <laughs> And that's Ralph Nader. I just had the most. Okay, you just gave me the most like horrible memory. Uh, do you remember in Driver's Ed when you had to uh, watch uh, Red Asphalt? I don't think I ever watched that. You didn't watch that one. I may have, but yes, um, I, I know the general idea. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember I was in Driver's Ed, and uh, our wrestling coach who taught Driver's Ed, of course. <laughs> well, wrestlers um, are classically great drivers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everybody knows it's that a thing. <laughs> um, the knowledge base, the, the knowledge base of one one area transfers directly one for one, one for one over yeah. to the other. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, they make great health teachers as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but uh, he was describing to the class uh, this idea is like, oh no, a lot of people don't want to wear seatbelts because they think that if they get into an accident, they'll be thrown from their car to safety. <laughs> what? Nobody <laughs> thinks that. <laughs> He thought that. Just, he thought that. That's why he said it. He used to think that. He still does think it. He just they're forcing him to teach the opposite. He thinks that. He thinks that. <laughs> I mean, I just guy. it it just blew my mind the the thought process of <laughs> flying through a pane of glass and landing like fifty feet away is somehow <laughs> safer yeah. than being in now an I iron box. When you when you eject from the car, you can land safely in a patch of grass. <laughs> <laughs> a nice soft billowy patch of grass which is readily available <laughs> I mean I know you grew up in the same place as me but yeah. that is like an eerily good impression of my high school wrestling yeah, coach I know, what a, I know what a high school coach sounds like in, in Chicago <laughs> <laughs> um, I, okay there's gotta be something that I genuinely think is good about this I'm like I'm determined now I have an idea okay please it's not necessarily good that comes from it but mm-hmm. it is a positive spin on it okay um, I so I was in Minneapolis uh, two Thanksgivings ago. My sister in law is from there, so my whole family went goes every year to her family's place. That's nice. Yeah, and I I went for the first time, joined them um, two Thanksgivings ago, and one of the most remarkable <laughs> things that I noticed was it was a nice city, big city, real city, the cool, mm-hmm. really cool stuff, cool neighborhoods, etc. This sounds a little. Um... Like, like a I'm little condescending. To, condescending like to, it was like it was like going to an actual city. No, you guys. I'm, I'm prefacing with this because I, what I'm about to say uh-huh. is that there was so much parking. Parking yeah. was just abundant and free mm-hmm. and joyous. It was yeah. a it was a happy moment. I mean, like it was like a fun experience. You go, yeah. you take your car, and you park wherever you want. You just, you can literally just stop your car, get out. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know. In that's in in Minneapolis, you don't need to worry about oh how close am I to the curb? Am I am I going to be screwing someone over by not pulling up enough, etc. Mm-hmm. Oh well, a Mini Cooper could fit here. Mm-hmm. Probably a Mini Cooper's here less. Should I leave more room or less room, etc. Yeah, and you know do that math. Sometimes it's like oh, I can leave this much yeah. in front of me, this much behind me. Well, so that, you don't. Sorry, not to cut you off, but do you get out of your car and repark if you? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. God, I love you, Micah. Yeah. I could, Everyone, I just have, get out of your car and repark if you did it wrong. I have human empathy. It takes It takes so I care about time. my fellow man. Leave your car I don't running. I understand them, but I care about them. That's, yeah, leave it running. Get out and check. Get out a and quick, check. A quick check. Two seconds. It takes you know, two seconds. Like, you know what? I got eight inches. I'll, t- I'll take those eight inches. Hmm? What are you saying? <laughs> I said, if I got eight inches, I'll take them eight inches is what I'm saying. Okay. And, but the, also with the parking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sometimes a parking spot is just a parking spot, Micah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a recurring theme with things that you say to me. Um, you said that uh, in our smoker video about a uh, grill being just a grill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what I was getting at was that that parking like that is a luxury. Yes. It's it means it means that you're carefree. You, you you come from a place where this daily stress is not a part of the life there. Mm-hmm. Um, so so if it, they're almost they're almost contributing they're almost acting as if L.A. is a paradise when it's not. So it's like you're bringing a little bit of paradise back to L.A. Okay, so it's it's almost like an escape. And actually, as much as this does bother me, I will admit that I have done it. Mm. And I've justified it in exactly the way you described. It's Ouch. it's like I'm exhausted or whatever my excuse is. There's no excuse for this kind mm-hmm. of behavior. No. And I, I don't wanna I don't wanna seem like it's something we should be doing. But I remember at one point thinking like I earned it today. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go all mirrors. <clears throat> I'm not turning my neck. I to earned make this. someone else's suffering. <laughs> I earned someone else's suffering for my fleeting uh my fleeting happiness. Yeah. And, oh, you know what? I do have. I mean, I mean, we live in a society, so uh, <laughs> yeah, that is that's the downfall of our of our civilization. Mm. Is that when you have something someone else doesn't? Uh, well, it's that excusing bad behavior because I want to. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's what something I want though. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. And look, man, I'm telling you, this is like this is maybe twice in the seven years I've lived in. No, I, you know, you, I know you. You're a good person. It's fine. You, you, everyone makes mistakes. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure I've parked like, like a jerk. I've come back. I've come back to my car uh, and seen that I parked like a jerk, and not realizing, and felt horrible. Sure, yes, I felt course, horrible. Of course, that, that happens. One yeah. time, one time I parked. This is crazy. <laughs> okay, I I lived in my place for like a year. I was okay. in a particularly bad space mentally. Um, everything was going wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for about six months, uh, right after I moved into my place. And okay, toward the end of this period, my car got towed. I wake up in the morning to a text from my neighbor. Saying, I think your car's getting towed. <laughs> or no, no, it didn't even say that. It said, I think your car just got towed. Oh, like, cool. Thanks for great. <laughs> timely. Thanks for the timely text. <laughs> no, it was good that she texted me at all because. Oh, no, of course. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have cost way more because it's like by the hour. Yeah. So I went out. Indeed, my car was not there. I mm-hmm. called the number, found the place. Um, it turns out that I parked in front of my neighbor's driveway. Oh. I have no idea how that happened, how I achieved that wonderful feat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I even asked, I was like, I can't imagine this is true, that this really happened. Yeah, I, not me. Not I'm, me. So I'm I asked a... the tow truck driver for pictures, and he was like, oh, yeah, I got pictures. And he showed them to me, and sure enough, I was right in front of their driveway. Wow. I felt so like bad about it. Bore, like full Like two-thirds of my car right in front of their driveway. Wow. I have to imagine that there's like this weird situation where there's like a fake driveway mm-hmm. right on the corner and then a real driveway. And so... Sometimes people like park in weird ways there or like mm-hmm. cover half of the real driveway because they live there or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have to imagine I just filled in that space and didn't realize, th- didn't pay attention. Yeah. But even if I did, I don't know how it happened. But yes. um, but it cost me like $250 to 
to get my car out and pay the ticket and everything. And I wrote, I wrote a note and put it on the mailbox that I was like, hey, I'm the guy who parked in front of your driveway yesterday. I'm really sorry. I have no idea how that happened. And anyway, sorry. I just like wrote a little note because I felt really bad for that they had to deal with that in the morning. You're a wonderful person, Micah. <laughs> I, that is, I the 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 biggest emotion I felt was stupid, yeah, and like annoyed <laughs> with myself. Yeah, I mean, I I was a little embarrassed, but that wasn't even because I think embarrassment can lead to people acting out. You know, okay, to, to hide it, they're like, yes. well, I deserve blah blah. blah if I'm, I'm indignant, then I probably am right. But that wasn't even part of it. It was yeah. like it, I was like just kind of at a low, an emotional yeah. low. I was like, what? What yeah. did I do? Just feeling annoyed yeah with my own behavior i mean that's great you see i i lived in a house um that had a driveway right off of uh a pretty busy street right off of uh, sunset junction mm. which is like a lot of shops a lot of yeah, bars and restaurants busy. very busy very popular and they're kind of uh intense about the parking over there yeah. with ticketing and citations and stuff so it is a difficult neighborhood to park in and i'm glad that i had a driveway when i lived there oh that's nice it was very nice but uh, people would park in front of our driveway constantly. Day and night, we were blocked uh. in all the time. And it takes about four to five hours to get a tow truck. Really? Yes. It takes about four to five aren't hours. They, aren't they thirsty to get? You would think so. But it's like, it's it, tow truck companies and the city of Los Angeles are kind of like cats. <laughs> if you pay them okay, any I'm, attention, I'm they are looking out the window. Uh, but as soon as you're trying to like sleep or eat, yeah, they are on top of your wow. chest, like licking your nose. Yeah, because when I got into an accident, uh, there were like six tow trucks that showed up before the cops did because they heard it on the on the radio. They, oh, they listened into the, the into the cops' radios. Yeah, yeah, and none of them were AAA. And the cop at, was like, mate, he was like, before I leave, you're AAA, right? And the guy was like, yeah. And then he left, not AAA. And so he ended up leaving me, and I had to call AAA. Wow. Yeah. He was trying to take me to his buddy's shop in like Beverly Hills, <laughs> which is not where I got into the accident and, and it is nowhere near it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's surprising that they wouldn't yeah. want to take take advantage and make a little money. You would money. think so. But, he's, but here's my point. So we used to leave. Um, we actually, positive spin, my roommates and I would have a great time uh, drafting passive aggressive notes for these cars. <laughs> yeah. Um, things like, hey, like, I hope you, I hope you have a good time at... Uh, you know, Bar Stella today. <laughs> um, and it would be great if you got back here before the tow truck arrives, but it has been called. Stuff like that. We would do stuff like that. That note, I mean, won't get to them until they get to their car. So it, Right. Well, my hope is that the tow truck comes, it gets impounded, and then they go pick it up, and there's and the, the note waiting for it. Under yeah. the ticket, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that That's my hope of hopes. Uh -huh. But um, we, if I ever received that note that you wrote, Mm -hmm. I would be like instantly relieved of all my aggression yeah. and all that like pain and I'm turmoil. I'm sure they were like, what idiot? I'm sure they were mad. Of course. Why wouldn't you be? So yeah, hopefully that relieved it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's very frustrating. But yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm proud of you, Micah. Hey, thanks, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. See, I exist in a society. I've been <laughs> I, th I, think about, I think about the way my actions affect other people a lot. Thanks. Like maybe too much. Yeah, it could could be a thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm like I'm. I can absolutely be a jerk, but uh, yeah. But I, it's just like I don't know. It's a weird thing that I is like always floating around in my head. Yeah. No, I, I feel the same way. Up. I understand what you're saying, but no, no, I I feel the same way, man. Cool. You know what? Because when you're uh, 
When you're as good as we are. <laughs> when we're our as good at being positive. That's right. Which we've done a great job of doing. Yeah. Um, do you have more for me? I do. I have some notes on the floor I can go for. Uh, okay. You want another one? Are yeah. you ready? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep these ones quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll do this one. A little lightning round. What, uh, what do I have here? Oh, okay. Here we go. Um, this is to stay on the... Uh, Tangent of cars, okay, because it's just sort of classic mode of transportation. It, in LA, it's one you of the only them. ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how do you uh, feel about? There's another sort of etiquette question too. Uh, Four way stops, like stop signs. Uh huh. Um, have I find often that when people arrive at a four way stop sign, they will just drive through it, uh, regardless of whose turn, turn it, it may be uh-huh. yeah yeah uh-huh. <laughs> i find that as well i actually find that it's new it's a new that's new that's a new phenomenon yeah yeah no i like agree. honestly within the last year four-way stops have gotten to become free-for-alls there's yeah. anarchy i don't know what it is i don't either um, um so this <laughs> this is a good one it's it's a uh, yeah I, let me try and be positive about this so this it happened this morning actually there's there's one stop between my house and work uh, that this this is like the biggest example of this phenomenon where it's just like because there's a school it's like parents on their way to, to or from t- dropping their kids off at school mm-hmm. and so I I was at the stop um, uh, you know it's four ways and these two cars got here went as I was arriving uh, so the the oh, how do I even do, the perpendicular okay. the perpendicular street went right as I was arriving. Okay. So then there's me and the car across from me mm-hmm. facing me. Uh, that car's do you turning. you make eye contact? Are you like, yeah, hey, buddy, we're in do, this, yeah. we're in this together? And that car's turning left. So usually, I don't, I actually don't remember what the rule is for this, but that I let that car go first usually. Okay. Uh, so that that car turns left, and then I go, and as I'm going in the middle of the intersection, I know, and this is full full stops. There's like five cars at each stop sign. Yeah. The car right behind the car that just turned left starts going. I was like, "In what world is this your turn? In yeah. what world, buddy? In in the positive world, where in the positive uh, world, where where everyone, where... you know what? The people have, you know, some people are having a bad day. Mm-hmm. They have to rush somewhere. They have they have. It's no fun to rush. It's no fun to rush. And you know what? You don't know. I don't know what that second left turner. Uh, was doing mm-hmm. maybe he or she was trying got a got a text message from their loved one mm-hmm. that they're choking it's like oh you just dropped off the kid well guess what i'm at home choking mm-hmm. on like an entire hot dog can uh, you text 911 i don't know probably not <laughs> you can barely call 911 in the <laughs> way uh it takes about 15 to 20 minutes to get through uh. <laughs> What did you have to call nine one one? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I call uh, it every every day just to just check in, to check make sure that like... they're still there, just in case they need them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I've called nine one one. It was a terrible experience. It wasn't in LA. I was calling um, on behalf of my friend. I was in Chicago. My friend was in San Francisco. She called me on her cell phone on her way home from a bar, as women sometimes do to uh, for a safety issue. Okay. Um, but it turns out uh, after, after this happened, I I kind of was reading up on it, and it's not actually the best tactic it, the be, a better tactic to remain safe on the streets is just to be alert and not have anything in your ears hmm. supposedly but uh so she calls me we're chatting in the middle of it she yells an obscenity which i will not repeat uh on this podcast sure uh the bad one the real the 
you know, the real heavy one, and um, <laughs> it's not that bad. The, the F one. Uh, oh, okay. It's just the worst one all of right. all of them. There's so much worse than that. Yeah, I guess you're right. You terrified the me. The classically bad one. Um, and uh, drops the phone, or you know, the phone cuts out, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my friend just got murdered. Yeah. Uh, so I call 911, and I get Chicago 911. Yeah. And I'm like, so my friend is in San Francisco, and she just dropped the phone and screamed, and, and they're like, okay, uh, hold on. And I hear the woman ka-chunk a binder onto the desk, <laughs> flip through the pages. It's about a four-minute process. Like, <laughs> San Francisco? Do you know where? No. Okay. Flip, 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 flip. Okay, uh, do you have a pen and paper? And I was like, No. <laughs> Hold on, I had to go find pen and paper. She reads me off a number for the San Francisco Police Department. Uh-huh. I call them, uh, they will not open a case and let, they can't make a case number unless they have an address. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Uh, so I didn't have. I didn't even know where she lived, I didn't know where she, what bar she was at, where she was going. Yeah, yeah, None yeah. Of it. I didn't even know what part of San Francisco she was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I couldn't open a, a case. So every time I had to like get new information, like call friends to find her address, et cetera, I had to go through this process all over again. Start from from Wait, scratch. you didn't call Chicago nine one one every time, <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to check in with her <laughs> and just let her know what was happening because she seemed worried. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so this took uh, a total of about twenty five to thirty five minutes uh-huh. <clears throat> just to like get that like any of this happening. And then before they could even send a cop out, she called me from her sister's phone. I was like, I got mugged. I'm fine. Uh, my phone, they took my phone. I'm at my sister's house now. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> good thing that's all that happened because they, yeah, they a happy a happy ending. Yeah. But that's my that's my 911 experience. But four-way stops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I said all I can say about it. Uh, you know, if you if you if your loved one is choking at home, you're who cares about these other people? You got to get where you got to go. That's true. Prioritize yeah. the people in your life are the the, the truly the greatest treasure. It, of course, yes. Yeah. If you have to piss off a couple of strangers in order to save a loved one, mm-hmm. well worth it. Absolutely. And then just go back to that four-way stop with a Write handwritten a note. note. I'm so sorry about my behavior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly my, my daughter will be fine yeah she's fine thank you for your understanding I gotta tell her not to eat whole hot dogs without chewing at 8am right that's more of a lunch item than a breakfast item <laughs> <laughs> alright I got, I got one final one for you um, okay. I'm gonna take it away from cars okay that's good and into the is... friendly skies alright um, listen you talked about how this was a little cliche in general this topic mm-hmm. but this is the most cliche part of this cliche topic is okay. air travel, right? Every yeah. every every stand-up comedian's got a joke about what's the deal with airplanes? They're so crazy. Why the peanuts? I got a tight twenty-five <laughs> on it, man. Well, we got time. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's hear it it's, all. Listen, it's not tight. I lied. <laughs> it's a loosey goosey twenty-five. <laughs> it is just just a wobbly, yeah. flim flamming and <laughs> zip zopping around. I mean, air travel's a nightmare. I would much rather travel by train if it were in. An a option. viable option. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it takes so long to get through the airport, et cetera. The thing about train travel is I find that there's uh, far too many murder mysteries breaking out. There um, are, yeah. A lot of murders happen on trains. I was like, come on. And they're all mysteries. They're not easily solved. They're they so do- mysterious. Well, it's, they're going through the tunnels, and that's right. when you, that's it's when dark. they always strike. It's dark in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but airplanes. The thing that I wanted to discuss is while you're in the, in the air- Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I'm getting a little choked up about this. Are you all right, man? Yeah, I just got the burps. Okay. Um, 
there's going to be inevitably someone sitting next to you. Yeah. Uh, God forbid you have the middle seat. And then mm. you got two people next to you. Yep. But there is only one armrest, Colin. And that is a battle to be fought because who gets it? How do you split it up? What is the unspoken agreement here between you and your neighbor? Elbow fighting on airplanes. The unspoken agreement is give it to the middle seat. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Give it to the middle seat. Yes. I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in that. I don't, if I have an aisle or a window, I don't put my arm on the middle. You armrest. got one already. I've got one. And, you know, I've either got a view or I've got easier access to the bathroom, like whatever, you know, there's like compromises and stuff. So I I believe that the person in the middle should have it automatically. This should be an announcement on the plane before oh it takes off. Oh my God. Like this in the should little... be established law. There should be a law about this. This yeah. makes so much sense. The middle seat, it's the worst seat. They should get two. Everyone's bummed. Everyone's yeah. bummed to have the middle seat, you know, because a lot of times I, I travel a lot and I actually... I don't like necessarily the act of flying, but I love, I love having access to airplanes. <laughs> you have so much access to airplanes. I have a lot of access. I have more access to airplanes than a lot of people. You could go get on an airplane right now. We right are down like the street, dude. We are like seven minutes from an airport yeah. right now. Um, that's access right there. That is access to airplanes. Yes. So although the one that we're close to doesn't fly anywhere. It does. It just costs a lot of money and stops in Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically it's a it's a bus to Phoenix. It's a bus to Phoenix to get on an airplane right. to go to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if they just taxi it all the way to Phoenix? <laughs> They're just on the on the 10. <laughs> Um, no, but I, I have had that situation. I mean, I, so I went to, I went to Ireland, uh, about six, seven months ago. I can't remember when I got that shirt. That's where I got this lovely Irish shirt, traditional Irish, uh, garb. (laughs) (laughs) For the listener, he's wearing a green tie dye t-shirt, uh, that has appeared on the mannequin, I believe in GMM episodes. That's right. It has. In our, uh, body swap episode. Yeah. Um, but uh, so that's a that's a long flight, and with the time change, uh, time change and layover, it took me uh, exactly twenty four hours to get to oh. Dublin from LAX. That's a trip. You know? yeah. So like, I took off at eight forty five in the morning, and I landed at eight forty five in the morning the following day. Okay, but but that, it wasn't actually twenty four hours. No, travel, it wasn't. It, it was. was it's yeah. disorienting, right? It is for sure. So then I'm there for then I'm there for a while. I was there for like two weeks, and it was wonderful. I had a great time, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a magical experience, et cetera. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Air travel. Um, <laughs> on the way back, I, you can imagine I'm pretty exhausted, right? Yeah. It's been a long trip, and I'm about to get onto this very excruciating plane, and I uh, draw the middle seat on the way back. I had the window on the way there, so I'm like, that's fine. It's a balance, you know. I can I can be positive about it. Yeah, the universe is in balance. I'm, but I was feeling a bit territorial because mm-hmm. it's you know you a were ready long to put up fight. a fight. Yeah. Uh, so I established early my dominance over 
the armrests, yeah. like locked in, like <laughs> little claws over the end of them. Well, like you're, a, an, you're an alpha traveler. It's right there on your ticket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure, because as, as much as that should be a rule that you just, out of the kindness of your heart, give it to the person in the middle, a lot of people don't. No, and yeah. so sometimes you just, uh, you just got to take what's yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did. I went for it. And uh, dude next to me, I swear to God, for nine and a half hours with this stranger, and I just remember like screaming inside my mind, jams his elbow in like that, and then just takes a centimeter of the armrest. So for nine and a half hours, our forearms are just touching. (laughs) Just full lock. The whole flight. Oh, man. (laughs) And and I couldn't budge. I couldn't give him an inch because I- He can't win, yeah. He can't win in this Mm -hmm. situation. Because this isn't about my ego, this is about like, good versus evil mm-hmm. you know i yeah. couldn't allow him to have that like i almost didn't go to the bathroom the entire flight because <laughs> i didn't want him to have the opportunity yeah um but i reached this tipping point where i almost like screamed because you know i didn't really have a bed for two weeks and like i was traveling i was you know anyway there was no like creature comforts for right. the last two weeks in my life and i wanted so badly to not be touched right. by another human being right. for like eight minutes. And I could have like just let it all go, but he wasn't allowing that for me. If I could just, I, just I had, if I could have just had my safe little bubble the, for a few moments, I could have gotten through it. But I, that's the I, worst like, part about traveling, especially if I, uh, I don't know if you got like hotel rooms for yourself, if you're doing hostels. And I was just, just doing hostels. That's it's exhausting because you have no, you have, you at no point for the for two and a half weeks or however long you're there, you don't have you have no bubble. You have yeah. no personal space at right. all, and that is really taxing. But it is taxing. But I mean, that is that was my entire ten- intention of that trip was to put myself into a Just different sort of mind exhausted. state. Yeah, I wanted to be, I was like feeling a little too good about myself. <laughs> I wanted to just be surrounded by people at all times. No problem. I would, uh, when I was staying in Dublin, um, I hated, this is travel related. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I was staying in Dublin, I hated the hostel I was in uh, so badly, but it was like the weekend of a big like football match. So like mm-hmm. there weren't a ton of options. And um, so I went across the street to uh, Trinity uh, University and for like uh, two days in a row, I just spent my afternoons taking naps on campus <laughs> of like a, a beautiful 200 year old university. And I was just like, it was lovely. That's a really good idea. Yeah. I watched like, you know, the kids playing rugby practice and stuff like that. You so learn, there's always pick up I, a couple tricks. I guess this is my positive take yeah. on the elbow space mm-hmm. thing. You, no matter what is happening to your elbow, you can always escape into the world of fonder memories mm-hmm. and it's so it's a practice in uh stress management it's a practice in sort of uh just you know like a, a zen like quality yeah. where you can when you when you when when the world the exterior world is causing you stress you can move inside yes. and focus all of your energy on centering yourself right or into a fiery ball of <laughs> no, rage no, no. on centering yourself <laughs> okay, centering yourself positive i once had a guy on a plane uh well <laughs> i've had i've had a lot of elbow things on yeah, planes, yeah yeah but i once had a guy on a plane um i was sitting in the window seat i believe the center seat was open uh which is nice 
Oh, I, oh, I thought you were going to say he sat in it anyway. No, no. That, well, this is maybe crazier than that. Uh, but I actually have had a lot of good luck on planes getting the center seat open okay. next to me. But he was on the aisle, and I'm just chilling in my seat, and, and uh, he starts to talk to me, and I'm kind of like, I don't want to talk to someone on a plane. That's kind of my general MO. Mm-hmm. But he asks me if we can switch because he likes to look out of the window. This is just a a man, just a 45-year-old European man. Mm-hmm. Well-dressed, <laughs> just a guy. He's like, hi, can we switch the, can I have the seat you paid for so I can look out of the window? <laughs> this is just, uh, I mean, I guess. But here's the thing, is that I'm so uncomfortable with this kind of interaction that I was like, okay. And I let him have it for a couple minutes. And I went to the bathroom when I came back. I was, I like, I was like, can I get that back? <laughs> and we switched back. Oh well, okay. Yeah, but um, my normal inclination would not be to give. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I mean, I get it. I, I would never impose myself on someone like that because it's a crazy I'm, imposition. <laughs> it is. Yeah, but I would it's rather really, if you think middle. about a grand scheme of things, it's not all that horrible of a thing to of ask. Of course not. It was not. It was, and it, if you're a person unlike you or I, someone with a backbone, maybe you could have said no. I mean, obviously, you and I I could sit next to that guy for the rest of the for the remainder of the flight. Right? No, that's awful. And he, it was just weird phrasing. He was like, "Uh, can I don't want to do a European accent because it's maybe offensive, so I'll just do it in my normal voice." But he's like, "Um, can we switch? I like to look." (laughs) I was like, "Well, that's great for you that you like to look. (laughs) I also like to look. (laughs) That's why I got this seat." <laughs> Looking is great. It'd be like if I yeah. went to Subway, got a roast beef sandwich, and then a guy with a tuna sandwich was like, "Hi, can we switch? I love roast beef." <laughs> well, then get a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> this is my sandwich. It's not. I'm not. I'm not automatically entitled to all the roast beef in the world just because I bought this sandwich. But this sandwich is my sandwich. <laughs> right? Oh, I'm not God. crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't think you're crazy, Micah. That was not po- no. uh, we, okay. I, I don't think we did a great job. I don't think possible. so either, man. You know what? <laughs> so I, I know we talked about earlier about maybe doing like a negative thing to blow off some steam, yeah, but, but I, I think we got that out of the way. I think we did. I think most of it. <laughs> Do you want to just real quick before we go, just say something that like makes you happy uh, to sort of just like be like genuinely positive? For yes, a second. but I'm going to need a minute to think of something. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I, I've got one okay. locked and loaded. Um, spending time with my friend Micah. Oh. Yeah. Well, you really put me in a position now. <laughs> well, you, you better respond the way I expect you to. <laughs> you would better. Uh, we do spend a lot of time together because we work every day together and we're on an improv team together. Yes, it's six days a week, <laughs> occasionally seven. Yeah, every <laughs> once in a while, seven. Um, I, I, okay, I, I'll... You know, I'll return the favor, uh, but I am genu- genuine. Uh, I like being in scenes with you. Oh. Uh, we, we perform improv together, and um, I, uh, Colin's a real fun guy to be in a scene with. Oh, You thanks, never know man. what he's going to do, but it's always a good move. Oh, Keeps dude. you on your toes, but he, uh, you know, he, 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 he supports the scene. He makes it fun. That is That is honestly... Really nice and really great to hear. Thanks, yeah, man. You're that makes me feel really good about myself. Good, I'm glad. Thanks, dude. All right, well, guys, this has been Mike and I's episode (laughs) Crew Biscuits. Crew Biscuits. (laughs) Thanks for listening. I hope you were able to make it to the end of this. Yeah, I hope that we we said anything remotely positive. I think we did. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. It's hard to remember. It's all a blur. It's like a white, like a whiteout of yeah. just rage. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I think we tried to find at least one positive spin on every negative thing that we brought up. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.